morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. My wife and I uh, did some scything this morning, mowing with a scythe. Um, that's how we manage our mm, about an acre of meadow. We probably mowed a quarter acre this morning. We mowed a quarter acre yesterday. Uh, and we'll do as much as we can of the rest tomorrow because we're in a nice window of time where it's sunny and the hay will have a chance to cure. My wife, in all the... How many years have I been mowing with a scythe? I've probably started doing it eight or nine years ago. And in all those years, she was not interested in learning. And last year, in fact, I got her a weed whacker because she wanted to be able to trim up around things and you know mow the mow the hell strip in, in front of the house uh, that comes up the golden rod each year. And she was very excited about it, but I think she's got disillusioned by how the battery ran out before her enthusiasm ran out. And then at the end of last year, she expressed an interest, and this year she really expressed an interest, and I said, in, in learning how to use a scythe. And I said, what's, what's changed? Why, why are you wanting to learn to do this now? You used to never want to do this at all. It was my thing and you had no interest. And I said, well, partly it's that we're in a different place in life, right? I'm not in school anymore. And, but a big part of it was that two years before in the pandemic, I, I had been saving hay making hay and saving hay from the farm for maybe four or five years now. But during the pandemic, I built a hay mow that spring so that I could actually keep it covered, which is gonna make it a lot more usable because prior to that, I'd just been stacking it up around a pole and then trying to cover it with a tarp. And it was always gross by the end of winter. You know, moisture would have gotten under the tarp and would, you'd have all this rotting hay under there. And it was, it was fine for the chicken run for our purposes, but it was gross insofar as what we ended up interacting with. And there's a robin's egg on the ground. How lovely. And, um, and she said, you know, ever since you got that hay mow, it's given me a lot more appreciation for just how lovely it is to have all this hay. How, what an amazing resource it is and how much money you're saving us by not having to buy whatever bales of hay. My wife thinks in these terms. And I wanted to, I wanted to learn how to do it too. And so she is, and I think she found to her delight that it's actually not as hard as she thought it was going to be. Um, But I bring it up because I think we all have things in life that we haven't leaned into. That we just let be our partner's thing. Whether it's mowing the lawn or cooking the meals, cleaning the toilets, doing the taxes. And to a certain extent, that kind of divisional labor is, is fine. 
but it was so nice mowing with her this morning. Gotta pause. It was so nice mowing with her this morning. And she was having a blast. And at one point I offered to do this stretch and she said, I'm actually really loving this. And I think that so many things in our life can be that for us. And yet we let them be someone else's thing. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't think cleaning a toilet is ever, you know, something that you truly enjoy. On the other hand, there's tremendous satisfaction that comes from the ownership of taking care of stuff that needs to be taken care of. And I think we put ourselves in boxes far too often in life and say, well, that's not my thing. That's, you know, that's my partner's thing. That's somebody else's thing. That's why I... That's why I hire a professional. And true, when you have money, you can buy back your time to a certain extent, and that's a wonderful thing. But it's worth asking yourself, even in that situation, but especially if you're not in that situation, it's worth asking yourself, what could you do with your partner, with the person in your life as a joint thing? that even if they're better at it than you, it would still make life a lot sweeter. You know, even if your partner is the one who does the cooking and it's your chance to sit around and read a book, try cooking with them sometime. And obviously there's relationships being negotiated in those circumstances. And you have to be able to step back and let somebody else take the lead. Or also gracefully allow someone to help you, depending on where you are in which circumstance. But assuming that you can rise to the occasion and do that well, there's a lot of joy to be found in life by taking part in the things that the people in your life are taking care of on your behalf and expanding the definition of who you are as a person. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.